0: It's like the government was like, if we can't watch you, no one can. Well, hello, everybody. I'm Arden Rose. And I'm Will
1: Dobbscham. And
0: you're listening to Crash Crash on on My my Couch. couch. Which is our one-stop, pit-stop of the internet. Of all the interesting things that you would like to hear about. Ain't that right, Willie D? That is right. On this week's episode of Crash on My Couch, we talk about the next plague...
1: We talk about if Spongebob is based on the seven deadly sins.
0: And how to not look like a huge creep at your next family reunion. All this and more on Crash on My Couch. Thanks to HelloFresh.com for supporting Crash on My Couch. Receive $30 off your first week of deliveries when you go to HelloFresh.com and use the offer code CRASH30. That's crash 30 CRASH30. Thanks, HelloFresh. Hey guys,
1: Hello.
0: welcome back to Crash On My Couch, Crash On My Couch, hello, (sighs) Um, sorry that we took like a a slight hiatus, just pushed the day back a little bit, we had kind of technical difficulties earlier in the week, Uh, Will and I are doing the beautiful long distance thing again so it makes recording podcasts a little bit more difficult and challenging but we're doing it, right babe?
1: We're doing it, yeah. My internet in my new place is very slow. It's like sloth slow. It's Um,
0: bad. Like, it's bad.
1: Yeah, (laughs) so we tried tried to do it like once, and then I think we tried to do it again, and then we were like, okay, this isn't working. So I've gone to my parents' house now to record it. Which
0: is hilarious. It's like, um, hey, Mom and Dad, I don't come home very often, but I... I sort of need to do work at home, We've got to work from home, sorry about that.
1: It's so I'm irritating.
0: Su- I'm sure they love to be around you so they're not sad, but it's just funny that that's the reason you have to come home <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, Yeah, well we were joking today because the internet in my parents' house isn't like blazing fast by any means. No. But like, it's faster than the internet in my new place, and I always complained about the internet while I was living here. And now I have to, like, come back and use it. That's
0: the funniest thing. Oh, yeah, that's so true. Anytime we were at your parents' house, you're always like, you guys need to get this shitty internet out of here and get a new one put in. I don't know what's going on. It keeps dropping out. It's so annoying. I can't wait till I move. And then we move, and the internet is worse. Like, I don't know how it happens, but...
1: uh, It's trash.
0: Oh, gosh. Well, hopefully that'll get sorted out, though. Like... Hopefully in the next week before I come visit, um, you could fix the internet, please. Thank you very much. Oh
1: my gosh, I would be so happy if I had fast internet. I, I've convinced my roommate Harry to call BT today, which is a um, which is the internet provider. So he hopefully we'll do that. I've been nagging him for like a week to do <laughs> it. So.
0: And you can't do it because you're not the primary, like. Hold no, I'm not the account, I'm
1: right? not the account holder. Otherwise, I would have called them in a second.
0: Yeah, that's so true. Oh gosh, it's so annoying. Well, hopefully it gets figured out. Um in the meantime, I'm almost done with shooting, which is crazy. We, as you guys know, I've been shooting Mr. Student my president, been shooting some more episodes, been shooting a lot of stuff, and we're on day 42 of the entire that's production. Nice. Yeah. No, day 43 of the production. Yep, day 43. Wow. So, yeah, we're almost done. I have one line today, which is crazy. I normally have like six pages of dialogue and it's all winding down and I can't even believe it. And then next week we have two overnight shoots where we start at 6 p.m. and end at 6 a.m. And then I'm done, which is crazy. It is crazy. Of course we do overnight shoots as my last two days.
1: <laughs> yeah, that is Disgusting.
0: I know well I also realized so I was like oh perfect I'll you know different time zone I'll be uh prepped for London when I come over there I'll be uh staying up weird ra- weird hours it'll be great and then I realized it's the exact opposite of London time like it's the exact opposite there's no Why? way that what, I what can... is
1: the what is the schedule like
0: it's staying up while you're asleep like I would theoretically wake up at six pm aka like the exact time that you would be going to sleep because that's what, 12 p.m. your time? 12 a.m. and so oh, I see. So it's literally waking up at midnight for you, staying up for six hours. No, staying up for 12 hours and then going to sleep. <laughs> it's the exact Wait, opposite. I'm so,
1: I'm so confused. Wait, so you're going to bed at 6 a.m. Wait, 6 a.m. your time?
0: 6 a.m. I would get done with work, go home and start sleeping. 6 a.m.
1: Okay, okay. I feel you. Right. Then,
0: then I would wake up sometime during the middle of the day, and then I would go back to work at 6 p.m. to stay up another 12 hours.
1: Yeah, you'd like, you'd wake up like 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock my time. Yeah. So when are you doing that? I have no idea this was happening. You just kind of thrown this on me. No,
0: you knew, honey. You knew. I've told you the past <sighs> couple days that I have night shoots. I definitely told you that.
1: So is that Monday and Tuesday?
0: Yeah, it's my last two days. They're both night shoots.
1: Go, 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 (<|ml|>) go,
0: Yeah, we laugh because when we are shooting Mr. President by President last season, we ended on a party day. Uh, And this is another party day. The entire episode is, is a full party. So it's two days of shooting just at a party house. And I'm like, we have to keep energy up at like, 4:30 in the morning. Good luck. I'm going to be yeah. so dead next week. That
1: is not. Yeah. Are, are they filming any closer to your place or are they filming it like super far away?
0: No, of course not. It's in, you know, it's in North Hollywood, but yeah. uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fine. But right now I'm like, oh god, cuz I know I'm going to be completely pulling my my brain in one direction and then whipping it over into like the uk direction and i'm just gonna die i think i might just fall over and
1: die you know what you need to do is like just keep on going with it and eventually you'll just loop on around i don't know (laughs) how that works but you know just gradually just keep on pushing it and eventually you'll get there i I mean i don't know how but
0: that sounds miserable and i feel uh, like that's
1: how it works
0: I I'm, I'm thinking I'm okay with not doing that, but okay. Question, did we ever figure out uh, the the next segment? Did we, did we find that link to the article that we were going to read
1: <laughs> or not? Yes, we we we're segueing on to our first segment, which is Conspiracy, Conspiracy Can.
0: Cam. Whoop, whoop.
1: So, this is what's happening. I've been doing a bit of research on Conspiracy Camp, and I've I've got a new story for y'all.
0: <laughs> oh, he's going southern with it.
1: Um, you've been saying y'all a lot more recently. Really? Yeah. Like I was on your Instagram story, and like you said y'all like quite a bit.
0: What? Well, I mean, yeah. my parents were just in town.
1: Like you were saying it like every other Instagram story at one point, and I was like, okay, this is a new thing.
0: Was I saying y'all or you guys? Because I no, said you guys. No, y'all.
1: Promise. Y'all. Wow. Straight up southern y'all.
0: Wow. I don't know what to say about that. I
1: like it. I think y'all is like a, a much easier word than saying, you know, the longer form version of it, basically. <laughs> That's what I was trying to spit out. Like, I feel, I feel like it's just, it kind of just rolls off the tongue a lot easier. Y'all. Y'all.
0: You guys is like two separate syllables. Y'all is just one fluid, beautiful thought. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah,
1: it's just brilliant. Like I had tweeted it before, and like people have like replied and been like, "Wait, y'all is that like a new thing you're saying?" <laughs> Maybe it will be. Maybe it will be. I don't Stay know. tuned. Yeah. Anyway, no so y- y'all better listen in because this is a crazy conspiracy. All oh, right, so. I forgot
0: where we were supposed to be going with that. I'm <laughs> like, wait. Um, right. Oh, right.
1: <laughs> so, you've seen Sponge or Squarepants, correct?
0: I mean, anyone who hasn't can k- like kindly stop listening to this podcast. And I know and, you have. Arden, and go educate Arden yourself.
1: Tries to make me watch SpongeBob like maybe once or twice a week.
0: You won't watch it with me, okay? Someone go drag Will on Twitter because listen, honey, I'm an OG SpongeBob fan. I have loved SpongeBob for such a long time, but he won't watch any of the new episodes with me. He won't watch any of the recent seasons or any of the older seasons that I want to catch up on because I love SpongeBob.
1: So, Um, drag him to hell. I've seen, like, the majority of Spongebob episodes. In fact, I've probably seen more than you, sweetie. No,
0: honey, So before we jump
1: to conclusions... No.
0: I'll tell you right now, no. If Robin Ricks, if my mom is into something, she will drill it down all of her kids' throats over and over again.
1: I, like... So... (laughs) I I grew up with it on the television, like, every day. I promise you.
0: Same, same, honey. Same. Well,
1: okay. Well, anyway. (laughs) So... I've seen Spongebob, you've clearly seen Spongebob, don't show your (laughs) trap about it. Everyone listening to this, I hope you've seen Spongebob. Okay. It's a true
0: sadness if you haven't. Also, the Spongebob movie, the first one, is brilliant. Anyways, keep going.
1: So apparently in the DVD commentary for season one, um, someone said in the audio commentary that Steven Hillenburg, who's the guy that created Spongebob, based the seven main characters on the seven deadly sins. What? Yeah. So I don't know if this is actually like kind of a conspiracy. It's more so like fact, but maybe like, I guess this is a bit ambiguous because they didn't specify which seven deadly sin goes to each character, et, they cetera, didn't, et cetera,
0: They didn't specify?
1: No, they didn't specify. They just said that he based seven main characters on the seven deadly sins.
0: Okay. So, okay. Here we go. Here we go. Ready? Mr. Krabs, lust, and greed.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, SpongeBob, um, what do you call it when you overwork? Is that a seven deadly sin?
1: um i'll read i'll tell you what i'll read out the seven deadly sins okay, and okay. you can try and match them okay okay, okay. that so, makes more sense um, sorry <laughs> yeah I don't, I don't know what you were trying to do but this might be better I was okay so better. greed
0: oh mr krabs
1: okay envy
0: squidward maybe
1: think about it
0: Envy. oh plankton bro
1: okay gluttony patrick so it's saying on this, Gary. Gary is gluttony? Yeah. Patrick cause is had,
0: obviously cause, gluttony.
1: No, because Patrick is, a sl- is the sloth. Oh.
0: <laughs> but Gary, I've, does Gary eat a lot?
1: Yeah, because it's like, I actually think this one is funny. So this is what this guy wrote on. I, by the way, I'm on the ToonZone.net forum, because, you know, this is what I do in my spare time. <laughs> just browse the Go toon on the ToonZone.net. Um, Oh my gosh. So the description for this was what this guy thinks, is that he thinks that there's like a running gag where they say, in Spongebob, where they say, don't forget to feed Gary. Oh. Or or like Spongebob says, I gotta go feed Gary. And apparently at one point Gary even ran away that time when Spongebob forgot to feed him. Mm -hmm. Gluttony also refers to the overindulgence of food, so I'm guessing this one fits him pretty well.
0: Because he won't, okay, I get it, because he doesn't really care about being around anyone unless he's being well fed.
1: Yeah, and I faintly remember wasn't there like um, an episode of SpongeBob where like he was just chowing down like buckets and buckets of food? He gets really like, fat. It was like he? yeah, and it was like all around him, there's like mountains of food.
0: Yeah, why does that yeah. happen? He like finds cat food or SpongeBob I'm keeps keeps feeding him or someone? I can't remember what it is now, but yes, that okay, that makes sense. All right, all right, so, Gluttony, Gluttony. now okay. Well, now I know that Sloth is Patrick. Damn it.
1: Okay. Well. There's, 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 there's two more. Okay. Okay. So you've got Pride. Squidward. And you've got Wrath.
0: Maybe Sandy? No. Who would Wrath be? Is it someone obvious?
1: Yeah. Well, there's only two more characters, so...
0: SpongeBob? No. Not Sandy?
1: So, actually, you know what? There's three more. So there's SpongeBob, Sandy, and Squidward. And the three remaining ones are Lust, Pride, and Wrath.
0: I mean, I want to say Lust would be... I feel like all three of those are Squidward.
1: Okay. So, apparently, <laughs> well, like, what well, this guy is... I mean, l- listen, you might be correct. This is just one guy's theory. Okay. So, um, Wrath, apparently, is Squidward, which oh. involves feelings, feelings of hatred and anger. Yeah, which okay. Squidward hates his life, and he hates SpongeBob, and That's he's pretty terrible. much angry all the time. Yeah. Pride is Sandy, because Sandy, it takes a lot of pride in where she comes from. She likes takes pride in the fact that she comes from Texas, mm. and she like brags about it constantly.
0: Mm. I never really thought about that. Yeah, 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 I guess she is.
1: She's like very, she's a very prideful person. And then apparently, and this is like a little bit out there, but lust is Spongebob.
0: What? Like, sexual lust?
1: Well, so this is, apparently lust, in one definition, is the excessive love of others. And apparently that kind of fit sponge the be best
0: okay all right i don't know about that I don't well think i think we be...
1: can agree that sloth is patrick because i don't think the sloth can be anybody else
0: i agree with that he sits under a rock all day that's true
1: yeah okay and then squidward is wrath but then squidward could easily be envy
0: i feel like squidward could be any of them like squidward could also be sloth because he hates working he doesn't actually Do...
1: work do we think that Squibb and Plankton need to be swapped? Because Plankton is envy and Squibb is wrath.
0: Ooh. Well, I mean, but, but the only thing is Plankton is, the entire point is that he's trying to get that formula that he doesn't have. Yeah,
1: he is jealous. But he's evil, isn't he? He's just like an angry person. Because I feel like Squidward sometimes is jealous that like, his friends can have fun and he can't. Yeah. But there's that whole like backstory to his character.
0: I don't know, man. It's all a lot to deep dive into, you awesome. know what I mean?
1: It's all over the place. But, yeah, it's funny because Spongebob has, like, a lot of different theories and, like, different conspiracy things. Like, there was that one where, like, the people of Bikini Bottom are, like, born from, isn't it, like, an atom bomb?
0: Yeah, nuclear warfare.
1: A nuclear warfare. Because Bikini Bottom is, like, apparently in the crater of a um, of a nuclear bomb or something
0: yeah oh yeah something nuts like that and you're like oh okay yeah sure i Which guess is why they're
1: all mutating and strange.
0: yeah you're like yeah that works i'll go with that i like the idea of that but then i'm like part of me okay so i was reading this article the other day that made me laugh and it was about how we always have to find really dark meaning behind um cartoons for some reason like have you thought about that like, obviously, there are some cartoons that are actually pretty dark. Like, we know that Adventure Time came from, like, some weird, sort of, like, an apocalypse situation. Uh, and that's why all the, like, characters in Adventure Time are so weird. And, like, we see that in some of the later seasons. But, like, Spongebob, do we have to make it dark? Or, like, <laughs> Ed, Ed, and Eddie, They, like, I've heard a, a fan theory that Ed, Ed, and Eddie is about, like, three mentally handicapped kids. Or, like... Uh Rugrats. There is one that is about how all of this is in Angelica's head because she's actually really like depressed and doesn't have any friends or something like that. I think
1: we might have spoken about that as well beforehand.
0: Yeah, no, I think we did. But like overall, I just want to be like, yes, it's fun to entertain all of this, but these are fucking kids shows. Like have fun with it. Let's not make (laughs) it depressing all the time. Sometimes you can just watch this one get whacked over the head.
1: This like, one has more plausibility to it because apparently this was actually in one of the audio commentaries in season one when the first when the show first came out.
0: See, I'm cool with this one because this is fun. This is like, ooh, how'd you base the characters? Like, what did you make the characters from? And it was like, ooh, seven deadly sins. That's cool. I like that because it's not necessarily like dark or twisted or like turning my childhood into a weird faded version of itself but it is like just adding more legitimacy to the writing which is fun like it gives the writers something to pay, like you know base their their stuff on which i think is always good yeah so i'm not i'm not sad about the seven deadly sins thing that's i think that's hilarious it's just like well don't tell me that spongebob is an orphan yo <laughs> like i don't want to know
1: <laughs> although yo. i think i think
0: he is though no he's hey, not his he parents <laughs> Yay, yo, yeah. I feel it. Yeah, girl. I love that my favorite episode is the episode where um, Spongebob goes to go hang out with his grandmom, and he goes to eat grandmom's cookies. Do you remember that episode?
1: Yeah, I do.
0: (laughs) And he wears that... Doesn't he wear a really itchy wool sweater? He like he's like I'm too old for this. That's baby stuff. And like he like
1: oh he, yeah, he's I like, remember that. We'll
0: come back anytime and get milk and cookies and your little sweater. And he's like, I want my cookies. I want my nanny. Like he like comes back crying. Oh man, I gotta watch SpongeBob. There's,
1: there's like a few really good ones. My favorite one is the one where he rips his pants.
0: <gasps> rips his pants. That's an early episode. But the place There's that, is there, feels so there's much like worse. Older,
1: there's that older episode where Sponger wants to deliver pizzas and he gets stuck on a rock.
0: And then the rock, like,
1: all of a sudden, like, becomes like a vehicle.
0: Yeah, because uh, he's supposed to be delivering pizzas with Squidward. Squidward's not having it. They have that thing where he goes, Krusty Crab, Crab Pizza is the best pizza for you and me. And, like, and Squidward's and about to, really annoyed. Yep, like, Squidward's about to rip his own ears off. And then at some point, they, like, get lost together. And that's the problem, is that they're lost together. And Squidward's like, get me out of here. And uh, then he finds a rock. And he's like, we used to ride these all the time back in my day. Like, SpongeBob says that. And just, like, hops on and starts riding a rock. He's <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> okay, sure. Okay. <laughs> I guess that's where we're going with this. All right, guys, it's time to take a little break to talk about one of our favorite sponsors here on Crash My Couch, and that's HelloFresh. Will and I love HelloFresh because we are two lazy millennials that love eating healthy food and preparing it ourselves, but we don't like gathering all the necessary ingredients because, once again, we are lazy, but we still want to seem really cool. And HelloFresh is awesome because it makes cooking more fun so that you can focus on the whole meal and not just the final plate, which is great. It means that you have the time to cook and prepare with a loved one, make it an exciting thing. Each recipe is designed to take around 30 minutes to make in your kitchen, which is awesome. And uh, you can have vegetarian meals. You can specify if you want meat or just vegetarian, which is awesome. Um, I typically go with the vegetarian route. Recently, Will and I made the black bean and sweet potato tacos, and they were delicious, let me tell you. Um, I'm a huge fan of Mexican food. Like Will can tell you, I love Mexican food more than anything. And Will isn't always the biggest Mexican food fan, but something like this is perfect because it's kind of a hybrid. It's not too far one way or the other, and you can adjust the spices to make it spicier or less spicy, and that made it a really enjoyable experience for both of us. Um, And it was delicious and nutritious, and I didn't feel like crap afterwards, which sometimes when I eat Mexican food... I can feel like crap afterwards. So making my own tacos, um, now I know. Making your own taco is the way to go-go, if you know what I'm saying. Excitement. And what's great about HelloFresh is that by the end of everything, you end up spending less than $10 per meal, which is unheard of for two people. That's insane and I love that about it. It's cheap, it's delicious, and it's really fun to make with your significant other or by yourself. So we have teamed up with HelloFresh, and they are offering everyone in our audience thirty dollars off your first week of deliveries when you go to HelloFresh.com dot com and use the offer code Crash Thirty. That's Crash Thirty to get thirty dollars off your first week of deliveries. Hell's yeah!
1: Well, I think we've spoken enough about a sponge right now. Oh my I'm, gosh! I stop you, otherwise you'll be talking. About this for for the whole podcast. I actually, scratch that. Hours. I'm sorry. Least.
0: I love SpongeBob. I'm so sorry, guys. I could just wander on in the like, of guys. You don't understand.
1: Every day, like, on, like, wake me up in the morning and be like, look at this new SpongeBob meme.
0: I love SpongeBob memes. If you don't follow r slash Bikini Bottom Twitter on Reddit, what are you doing? Like, subscribe to that subreddit. It's the best subreddit ever. It's okay. like. It's like if you want political memes that would normally depress you to be turned into SpongeBob memes. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: Okay, it's still on. Okay, okay, I'm done, um, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done.
0: Okay, now let me let me segue into the next thing because I got this. I totally got this. Don't worry, babe. Okay, I'm here for you. For watch, watch me do this. Watch me, watch me. Ooh, watch me, watch me. Okay.
1: I'm
0: Next up, no. it, it's time for go science. Go science.
1: Go science. Go science!
0: Yas, queen of science. Um, So today we've got an interesting article, which I thought was hilarious and something that I thought Will would appreciate. Well, Will actually picked this out, so of course he appreciated it. So um, anyways, it's how to smile without looking like a creep, according to scientists. This is an actual thing that scientists figure out based on facial recognition software. Okay. The article on PopularScience.com says at first glance this may seem like a laughing matter but for people with paralysis or other medical conditions being physically unable to smile can cause communication problems anxiety and depression so basically they're trying to um figure out ways to smile more naturally for rehabilitation but also it's an interesting thing to know just as a human being if you've got a creepy ass smile you know
1: yeah you don't think about like that somebody somewhere in the world might not be able to smile because it sounds like a You know, to us, it's such like a simple, easy reaction. But like for people that have paralysis or something, like that must suck not being not being
0: able to communicate. Yeah, it's so weird when I think about it more. I am well. I'm getting off on a little bit of a tangent, but I am so lucky that nothing has ever happened really drastically bad in my life that has caused me to lose any kind of motor function anywhere. And I realize how like not I don't want to say rare that is, but like how easy it is to mess something up. And, and be, like, stuck with something for the rest of your life. So, God bless. God bless. Shout out to anyone who has any kind of issue like this. Well, here we go. We're about to teach you how to smile. Super great. Let's let's see how we're supposed to do it. <laughs> um, to start, the researchers had an artist create 27 different smiles on a computer animated face. The smile's angle, width, toothiness, and degree of crookedness varied across each face. Then the authors asked 802 people. Wow. Wow at the Minnesota State Fair to rate each one based on its effectiveness, very bad to very good, genuineness, fake versus genuine, pleasantness, creepy to pleasant, and the emotion expressed, anger, contempt, disgust, fear, happiness, sadness, or surprise. Interesting. And by and large, they found that less is more when it comes to a successful smile. However, it's worth noting that the width of the model's eyes never changed, even when his smile was bigger. So it's no wonder that the test subjects hated the look of such a wide grin. (laughs) So they didn't adjust the... Well, that's dumb. Why didn't they adjust the eyes? Obviously, the eyes matter. Can you imagine just, like, having your eyes neutral but smiling really, really widely? That's creepy (laughs) as fuck. Of course they didn't like that. So, of course, less is more matters because you wouldn't... Wow.
1: Anyways... Like, how do your eyes change when you smile? Like, what do you mean by that? Like,
0: when you, okay, right now, I just did it. But if you smile really big at yourself, your eyes kind of crinkle in the corners. Right?
1: Right. But imagine yeah. if your yeah. eyes
0: were literally just, like, neutral expression open and then try to smile, yeah, that try would to be smile without moving your eyes at all.
1: Yeah, that would be really
0: strange. Okay, so it says, Ordinarily, a big smile makes your eyes crinkle at the corner, but the study authors left the model's eyes alone because facial reconstruction techniques are pretty limited when it comes to restoring movement around the eyes. Okay. So they did that on purpose to show that, for the most part, when you're rehabilitating someone's facial muscles, the eyes aren't normally something that gets a lot of love. So, I guess that makes sense. Um, In the chart below, the best-rated smiles are shown in green, whereas the less pleasant ones are red. Okay, I'm going to look and see which ones the less pleasant ones are. (laughs) I can't wait. Okay. The really pleasant ones are very, like, neutral and friendly. Um, The unpleasant ones are very, like, aggressively odd-looking. Like, really showing teeth and really smiling hard.
1: Are the, are the pleasant and genuine ones showing teeth?
0: Um, It looks like only a couple of them are showing teeth.
1: That's interesting. Yeah,
0: it looks like it's...
1: Because I don't like to show teeth when I smile. It
0: looks like people like it. I mean, for the most part, it looks like teeth are okay. It's only when you overextend your face that teeth is not cool.
1: I've never, I've like never, ever since I was a kid, like opened, like showed my teeth when I smile. Like I've never done mm. that before.
0: Well, it says reconstructive surgeons tend to think that bigger is better, but that's not quite right. In this study, smiles with a low to medium width extent tend to get better ratings. Big smiles were rated worse when combined with a high angle or upturn and a lot of teeth. So upturning your face and smiling with a bunch of teeth is maybe the worst.
1: (laughs) Apparently. I I kind of... uh, When you smile, I don't feel like you show a lot of teeth.
0: I... I, I laugh smile. Like, when I smile, I kind of, like, I don't like. I don't, like, purposefully smile with my teeth, but it happens.
1: No. No, I just mean, like, smiling. Like, if you hear something sweet and you give a smile, you're never going to show that your that's
0: true. I'm not, like, E smile with my teeth. It says smiles with a medium angle or upturn tended to be more popular, while the more V-shaped smiles creeped people out. I guess with V-shaped smiles, they mean like downturned, like makes your face look like a V?
1: I don't know how that works. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. That would be kind of strange.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, and here's this. Apparently, medical professionals are divided on how important it is to show your teeth when you're smiling. This study found that open, open mouth smiles can easily be mistaken for a sign of fear or contempt. The two lowest rated smiles are both pretty toothy. Better to go with no teeth or just show your chompers off a little.
1: Show your chompers a little. Who wrote this article? Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, they, said that, they said that slight crookedness is also more pleasant than no crookedness at all. So, like, having a little bit of a smirk to one side is more pleasant than, like, just smiling outright all the way across.
1: Mm. Fascinating.
0: Fascinating stuff, guys. We're really delving into this.
1: This, this. this all kind of makes sense, though, to be fair. This all kind of makes Yeah, sense.
0: it's pretty fascinating. It's pretty cute. I'm looking at the faces now, like the facial recognitions in all of this. I can totally see what they're saying. Like a little crookedness makes someone look like they're kind of like smirking a little bit. They used a gif of um, Natalie Dormer in uh, Game of Thrones to give an example. Like her smile is kind of Lola Bunny-esque and it starts on one corner and then kind of like grows to the other side. And it's, like, obviously she's super hot, so, like, that helps a little bit. But she does have, like, kind of an asymmetric smile. Yeah, it's Natalie. Yeah, 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 yeah. But she does have kind of an asymmetric smile, and it looks great. So, no judgment there.
1: I would like them to, like, include a gif of, like, an incredibly beautiful person doing a horrible smile. Ooh. And see, like, if that's a weird thing.
0: Well, they did. They included a gif of a, well, not a horrible person, but Christopher Walken. Doing like a really overly smiley smile, and it looks terrifying.
1: Yeah, but that's because Christopher Walker, like, he's played like villains before. Like, it's not Natalie Dormer. Like, I feel like there's some, like, there's some conflict here with what they're showing and what they're not showing.
0: <laughs> I don't know, man. All I'm saying is, she hot. And she got that asymmetrical smile.
1: Maybe, maybe though that like the most beautiful people in the world are more beautiful, and I think they're beautiful because they have nice smiles.
0: Maybe. What? You know
1: what I mean? Maybe like you can't find like the person I'm thinking of for a bad smile. Oh yeah. Like you're not gonna get Scarlett Johansson giving a weird, twisted smile. Are Probably
0: you? not. I would. I would doubt that she has a creepy smile. Um, you know. I mean, there's people like Tom Cruise though who have like. He has, he has that true. weird smile where his teeth are asymmetrical, but like no one says anything about that.
1: <laughs> That's true. That's a really good point. He's got
0: kind of that creep tooth, you know, hanging out in the middle of his face. That creep yeah. tooth. But overall, I think attractive people are attractive. But it's interesting to know that you can smile a certain way to be less creepy. So crinkle your eyes, seem genuine, maybe have a little smirk to one side, tilt your head a little bit. And don't smile really widely with teeth and open eyes. Apparently.
1: Well, there you go. These are are all tips to take into consideration. Tips and tricks, y'all.
0: Tips and tricks. We are here for you, obviously. Obviously. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So now that we know that. Also, I just got to say, I've told you this before, but I totally think our phones are listening to us all the time. we've talked about this recently. But I was talking to some people on set a couple days ago about how you grind your teeth and adrian grinds his teeth no i was talking to connor about it because I was, I was with adrian and so we were chatting about how adrian has been stressed since he was eight years old one of our friends in the uk um <laughs> has been wearing a mouth guard since he was like eight and chews through every single one of his mouth guards so we always laugh and say he's been stressed since he was eight years old but anyways i told this whole story guess what ads are popping up on my laptop now
1: oh, teeth no. grinding
0: hurts protect your teeth comfortably with dentex dental guards um, I'm sorry. No. Why does, how does my laptop know that I've been talking about teeth grinding?
1: That's It's peculiar. weird. Are you sure you didn't Google search No, yet? why
0: would I? I don't grind my teeth. I would have no reason to do That's... any, I, I literally have only had conversations with you, Adrian, and Connor about this. My phone was on the table. I've probably had my laptop off while talking with you. Like, honey, we're all being watched. Just so you know, Big Brother is now. We live in a police state. Yeah, so anyways, my, um, obviously my phone is listening to me, so I just want to let you know, um, aware of that, that, um, yeah, so I'm being stalked by the government, so.
1: Yeah, I didn't want to think about it too much, because it makes me really nervous, but that's something we should, like, look at. Um,
0: into. it's weird AF, I'm not even kidding, like, it is, it is weird. I, I was telling Will this the other day, but if you ever want to know whether or not your phone is listening to you, play, like, music or radio or something nearby your phone that's in a different language and watch as all the ads on your phone suddenly change to that language. Like, I'm not even kidding. It's the weirdest thing. Like, your phone is 100% listening to you. I do not like it at all. But I also don't know what to do about it. So.
1: <laughs> I know.
0: It's gross. I mean, why do you think Mark Zuckerberg, like, puts, like, uh, tape over his webcams and his microphone?
1: I do that, but Do you I put do it that.
0: over your microphone, too, though? In
1: fact, I made you do yeah, that. Yeah, but do you
0: do you put it over your microphone?
1: No, I don't. I should, though. See, it's
0: always listening, man. Always listening. But
1: usually when I'm on my laptop, like, I'm not, like, talking, you know? Is there anyone are like, FaceTiming or something? Wow. But yeah, that's that's true. That's, it's just scary. It's also a nuisance, though. Like, you know, if you have to tape up your microphone, then when you want to talk, then you've got to take it off. I know. Well, I mean, and...
0: you know that when I put tape on my laptop last time... My webcam broke mysteriously when I like taped it over. Who knows why it broke, but it like didn't work anymore even when I would take the tape off. It's like the government was like, if we can't watch you, no one can. You know what I mean?
1: Well, we've gone off <laughs> on a screen. <spiral>. Uh, <laughs> do you wanna
0: do you wanna lead us into our next segment?
1: Or are he... So I'm gonna wrap this podcast up with our last segment, which is
0: Animals are badasses.
1: So there is this animal, which is a tick. The The name of the bite is called a Lone Star Tick right. Bite. And when it bites you, it can potentially make you allergic to meat.
0: What? Is it from Texas? Is that why it's called the Lone Star Tick?
1: Yeah. So the sugar molecule is spread from a Lone Star Tick Bite, named for the Texas-shaped marking on its back. Once bitten by the Lone Star Tick, the body's immune system is rewired.
0: And makes you allergic to meat? Yeah. That is so bizarre. Why would it make you allergic to meat?
1: So it says, like, and this is the example it gives, and by the way, this is on National Geographic. Um, you're walking through the woods, and that tick that has a meal of a cow blood or, or mammal blood, explained Cosby Stoddard, an allergy and immunology fellow at Vanderbilt University. The tick-carrying alpha-gal bites you and then activates your allergy immune system. From this, the body creates alpha-gal antibodies. And from that point on, the body is rewired to fight alpha-gal sugar molecules. Uh, the majority of people who develop alpha-gal allergy syndrome realize their illness after eating meat, which is rife with alpha-gal. The sugar is also present in some medications that use gelatines. So you basically like have this weird thing where you just kind of... I guess you just don't want to eat meat. And apparently it's a time delay on the reaction, so you don't realize it immediately.
0: Wow. Does it make you sick? Like, can you have an allergic reaction if you eat meat?
1: So, um, apparently, it, it travels through your uh, gastrointestinal tract. Hours later, patient wake up with hives, shortness of breath, and a bunch of other symptoms. Apparently, then, they have an allergic reaction to meat.
0: Okay, so it is like a typical allergic reaction, like yeah. you would if you had gotten a bee sting or something. It's just delayed yeah. because it's going yeah. through your digestive system. That's scary because, like, you could it be eating meat and not even realize that it's a problem. And, like, two or three days later, you could be having an allergic reaction and be like, what gave me this allergic reaction? Like, yeah. so weird. It's weird that we can trace something back that easily and be like, oh, yeah, it's that random tick that bit you in the forest. Sorry about that. Like it's so weird that we can even figure that out based on just like studying patients, I guess, with this problem. But, but okay. hey, I wouldn't be sad if the entire world got bitten by this tick. Then we wouldn't have to worry about animal agriculture. That's true. Anymore. It would be
1: like a mass vegan cure,
0: or the vegetarian cure, because it's just meat, right? It's not oh, right. like Sorry. dairy products. Yes,
1: yeah. 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 Although but, that would be cool as well. Yeah, <laughs> just made everyone vegan.
0: That would be the best plague. Yeah, everyone just goes
1: veggie. That would be crazy. Wow, that's nuts. It's nuts. What to a think good about. plague.
0: I wouldn't be sad about that plague at all. Like, let's <laughs> have that be the next plague. It's like that Dwight Schrute quote. He like walks by and it's like in a busy mall, I think, and he's like, oh, "We need a new plague." I'm like, me, every time I'm in traffic in LA, we need a new plague. Let's have the vegan plague. We need a new plague. We need a new plague. It's so dark. It's so dumb. But listen, uh, traffic is enough to make anyone wish for a new plague. Um, Well, the
1: crazy thing is this article was only published like a month ago. uh So this this is like a prominent thing now.
0: Yes. So I guess ultimately we do want the new plague to be the vegan plague. That would be in Vegetarian awesome time. plague. Vegetarian plague, I'm sorry, based on ticks. So what if we just like airdrop a bunch of ticks everywhere? Could that solve all of our problems?
1: <laughs> but you're also missing the point, which is that like people aren't aware they have this. So when people do like they have like they're like hospitalized with, like <laughs> and they have with, no like, idea symptoms. what's wrong with
0: them. Like oh. people
1: like severe like have severe like allergic reactions. Like it's it's a bad thing to get.
0: Oh, gosh. That's so true. I, uh, You know what? It's a little insensitive of me. Uh, well, also, it must be tough to know, ultimately, whether or not something was actually an allergen or if it was just your stomach being unsettled, especially if it's, like, meat-related. No one's allergic to meat. So that would be a really yeah. tough thing to it's-
1: it's kind of funny, though, because it feels like it's kind of like a spoof of a zombie movie. It's like instead of like this like, virus spreading around and like infecting people and making people like, want to eat human meat and like, they have to eat people's brains. Like, it's like, let's just make one say everyone's just vegetarian and yeah. like, global warming stops and everyone's just happy.
0: Yeah, it's, it's sort of like a, a Planet of the Apes situation. You know what I mean? It's like, what if James it Franco is. just found the cure for, for meat cravings instead of <laughs> um, you know some virus that wiped out the entire human population? I mean, that'd be pretty interesting. Oh, um, gosh. Yeah, fun times all around. But um, anyway, guys, I have to go and start getting ready to go shoot. But uh, thank you guys for tuning in again to Crash on My Couch. You guys are the best. And yes,
1: thank you very much, and we will see you all next week.
0: Indeed, and we'll try to have a really robust episode when Will and I get back in town. It will be a reunion episode, kind of Re-u- like a friends reunion, yeah. but just yeah. And you know. we,
1: we'll try and make sure we keep on schedule uh, next week. Usually, upload around Tuesday, Tuesday, or Wednesday. So keep an eye out, and we'll tweet if there's a problem.
0: Indeed. Um, So keep an eye
1: out for that as well.
0: Yeah, make sure to follow us on Twitter so you know what's going down, because we'll typically tweet about it if there's, like, an issue or something going on with the podcast. So um, you can keep posted over there. And um, other than that, I hope you guys enjoyed, and I will talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye, Squilliam. Bye.
1: Crash on my couch would not be crash on my couch without the help of these wonderful people.
0: Mm-hmm. A special thanks to executive producer Tim Street, my manager Byron Ashley, producer Emma kikuchi and our editor Jason Perrier. And for production assistance from Alan Ortega. Thank you guys.